The thoughts, views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. We do not encourage you to try anything here at home. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted. Enjoy the show. Hello again, Doves, and happy holidays. I hope you are enjoying everything that you want to do <laughs> during this vacation time, if you're off from work um, or on vacation, whatever that you want, whatever it is that you want to do in this present moment, I hope you are doing that, feeding yourselves, getting, getting enough food in your bellies, getting some exercise in for others, uh, reading a good book for others. Uh, spending more time and focus attentively to your family and friends and a number of things that you want to do. But I'm hoping that you're doing what you want to do at this present moment. So again, this is Dr. Deidre coming to you with another positive energy, love, light, and reflective show. Shout out to Harappa, a learning institution which helps others evolve, grow, and thrive. The organization is designed around foundational habits critical to achieve professional success and personal meaning. One of those areas is positive body language. This is the topic for today, positive body language. Again, that's positive body language. So let's just jump right into the topic today. So can our bodies talk? Can they really talk? Do you know that communication is not just about what you say or write, but also what you display through your body language? Positive body language is a great way to build trust and establish healthy relationships in both your personal and professional life. It can help you appear confident, likable, approachable, while putting others at ease during interactions. Body language refers to gestures, facial expressions, and physical cues displayed by an individual. Communication extends beyond talking or writing. It includes nonverbal signs that convey message, that convey information. Sorry about that. Body language is a good indicator of a person's emotions, feelings, behaviors, and attitudes. Okay, so let's get some, some body, body language uh, studies here. So facial expressions, flared nostrils or pursed lips, raised eyebrows. Gestures, a clenched fist or a friendly nod. Posture, slouching, sitting cross-legged, sitting up straight. Now, let me pause here. Now, I understand and I do agree with some of these body language uh, 
the external, what, what it comes across externally to people. But I would like to say that with the fast trends, time, decades, things of that nature, these things can also mean different things to different people. Because we're individual people, right? Sometimes what body language is displays, what we feel, what, what we're told it displays, sometimes really doesn't mean that. Really, you know, doesn't mean that. As we talked about here, posture, sitting up straight, you know, that is a confident type thing, but sometimes it could also come off as um, making one feel inferior in some kind of way. So we don't want to label this as a, a catch-all, be-all, one-size-fit-all when it comes to body language. I think it. I think it's, we have to take in consideration uh, if you know the person, whether you work with the person, or in your per in, in, also in your private life. This is not just work related. It's 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 uh, all encompassing in in different facets of your life. So, what does positive body language look like? So, some of these things I'm going to be repetitious in what I say because sometimes there might be people coming on board during the show who may grasp some of the stuff that I've already stated, but someone could be just coming in. So, in personal or professional world. Body positive, body uh, positive language is a must-have skill. If you want to show others that you value their time and thoughts, it's crucial to be present and avoid distractions. So we're talking about sometimes you can have someone biting their nails, looking at their nails, looking off, grabbing some paper, paperwork, reading something on their computer or, or looking up at the television different things that could come off as not really listening to you, although they really are. But I do understand how looking attentive makes the makes makes a world of a difference. Here are a few examples of open body language that will teach you how to portray yourself as someone approachable, engaged, and interested. Leaning in. If you want to convey that you are paying attention to what someone is saying, you can lean in gently without invading their personal space. Direct eye contact. Looking someone in the eye while speaking not only shows that you are confident, but also that you trust the person. However, remember to look away once in a while to avoid, to avoid scaring the other person. A firm handshake often used while introducing yourself or greeting somebody. A firm but not too firm handshake signals your interest and enthusiasm. So let me pause again. Now leaning in, listen, I get it. However, for my, for me, you know, uh, I would say sometimes three or four steps away can, can assist with not invading my space. For some people, one step away, two steps away. It just depends on that individual. Um, I, I would think that we want to ask people what exactly is their personal space. That way, you know ahead of time. And then the more you spend time with that person, you, you gauge exactly 
what, what their personal space is in order to be attentive with them. Direct eye contact. So I'm bored with that. Looking at someone in, uh, in, in, the, in the listening mode as they encode a, a message to you so that you can properly decode a message back. Because sometimes if a person is uh, responding, when, when a person responds back to you regarding themselves or they respond back to you um, in a way that does not convey exactly what you stated, then that tells you right there they weren't really listening or has some other things on their mind. You never know. But I think sometimes it's, 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 it's healthy to ask and it's okay to ask, hey, are you up for a discussion or a conversation? Or sometimes you want to read, read, read their body language as well. They may not be feeling well today, so not such a great day, it just depends. Now the firm handshake, I agree with that, however, Again, I'm not, you know, I don't like being touched by just anybody. Of course, my family, of course, who want, who doesn't want to be touched by the family? Um, I'm, I'm from the South and I, we tend to do not a good. I will say some of us tend to be touchy-feely people. It's a friendly type of thing that we do we tend to speak to people a lot and those kind of things. Now, COVID-19 assisted us with other ways to introduce yourselves to one another and things, and, and you know, um, as far as a fist bump, elbow bump, you know, kid and play, foot touch, you know, depending on the appropriate environment. But, you know, there are other ways to, to, to approach and greet someone else. I would say... If it's in a, a work setting and you do, you know, someone wants to shake your hand, you can appropriately do that, even if you're uncomfortable and, you know, go and wash your hands or have some sanitizer. It's just up to you. Um, whatever's like, again, I'm, you're going to hear me say this a lot. Whatever's comfortable for you. No one can tell you what is comfortable for you. No one outside of yourself can tell you that. Sometimes people may want to tell you what, you know, appropriate situations and things. Hey, that's okay. Information, um, pointers on things, giving you advice is all well and good. When it's appropriate to tell you, again, I'm going to say that a lot. When it's appropriate to state, sometimes um, people need to know when to give some advice and when when to allow another adult to be themselves. Uh, we don't, it, again, all of us do not operate the same way. We don't think the same way when we're all individual people. But again, you would know after you spend some time with a person and in the workplace, if it's an interview, you would, you would understand when it's appropriate to do a handshake, when it's not, what to say, what not to say. Why positive gestures are important at work? Again, I like to stress, it is also important privately. In the personal professional world, positive body language, again, is a must have skill. If you wanna show others that you value their time and thoughts, it's crucial to be present and avoid distractions. You can nod, smile, maintain eye contact to show that you're interested in what they have to say by connecting with individuals with whom you can build mutually beneficial relationships. You can establish healthy 
healthy interpersonal connections. Some tips, some tips to practice positive gestures, expressions, and movements in order to monitor your body language in private and in workplace settings. So one of those things is be present. Now, we hear a lot of be here now in, in the workplace. Be here now. Be present now. That is what this really means. You know, have your mindset to um, be involved in a conversation, be engaged. Uh, be ready to converse, be ready to encode messages, be ready to decode messages. Be there, be in the moment. It's just a crucial thing to do to be present, again, to avoid distractions. Okay, nod, smile, eye contact. All of these things show you're interested in what the other person has to say. Okay, again, by connecting with individuals with whom you can build mutually beneficial relationships, you can establish, again, healthy interpersonal connections. Okay, next thing, pay attention to proximity. If you're attending a business conference or a seminar, it could be a family meeting. A lot of families have family meetings. I know we used to have them quite often. I miss those family meetings where we, we agree, disagree, raise your hand. <laughs> we play paid dues and things. You know, it's not just conferences and some and seminars. It's, it can also be family gatherings. It's just important to remember that maintaining open body language is key. You don't want to invade anyone's private space or make them feel uncomfortable. Instead, lean in only when appropriate and always maintain an open and approachable body language. Relax your arms and legs. We all tend to forget about our body language when we're nervous, but it's essential to maintain open body language during job interviews and important presentations. You do breathing, or you can do breathing and relaxation exercises before any important presentation or interview to help you feel at ease and more confident. Now, I'm going to pause again. Sometimes I understand how the folding of the arms, the crossing of the legs, those things can come off of, can make you seem a little, a bit aloof, standoffish. However, sometimes that's just a person's way of getting comfortable to engage in a conversation. Sometimes they lean to the left, they lean to the to the right to to posture themselves to get cozy in that chair, to feel the warmth in that chair in order to hear and listen to what you're saying. It could be also just a relax, a, a relaxing type of uh, body language. Doesn't always convey uh, close-mindedness clo close or aloofness or unapproachable, a person that's unapproachable. It does not always mean that. Again, it just depends on the situation. Be empathetic and use mirroring. You know, these two tips are separate. However, they do, to me, go hand in hand. Empathy and mirroring play a significant role in positive body language. By learning how to empathize and respond to the body language of others, you can create long-lasting, healthy relationships. For example, if someone is nervous or sad, you can lightly touch their arm to reassure them. Mirroring can also help build rapport 
and act as an effective ice breaking. But always remember to avoid offering a handshake if someone doesn't want to make any physical contact. Again, also, you know, I know it says to you want to reassure somebody, you want to lightly touch their arm or reassure them. Sometimes you got to know when that is appropriate to do as well. Okay. So all of these tips uh just they're just extremely beneficial. I I I would advise anyone to to listen to this, take heart. I certainly do. I don't know everything, I don't know it all. These are some things I feel they go hand in hand with self-love, um, positioning yourself to be a better person. You're always um looking from within on how you can how you can better yourself, how you can evolve, how you can improve in a person, you know, uh reflect, be reflective, love light energy. That's what I'm all, all about as it relates to mental health and being a better person, self-improvement. And most importantly, again, self-love. So continue to speak goodness in one another's life. I'm certainly going to continue to speak goodness in my life and in yours. I hope that you under that that you enjoyed this session today. That this show was uh, uh that you could take some things from it, take all all corners, all factors from it, or just apply some of it, a little bit of it to your life. I hope you thoroughly uh, are looking forward to the next show. You're thoroughly in it with me for the for the long haul of the journey, or some of the journey. I appreciate any of the time you're willing to give me. Any topics where you would like for us to discuss from a first-person point of view, inspiring others, just email me, Deidre at drdeidre.com. Again, that's Deidre at drdeidre.com. Also, again, any YouTube panel discussions, I am so up for it. I really am. And in closing, I'm going to leave you with a quote. Everyone should have the opportunity to be worry-free, struggle-free, and spirit free. Again, everyone should have the opportunity to be worry free, struggle free, and spirit free. This quote is from yours truly. Stay blessed, protect your health, and we will chat again soon.